0: Your hosts are here Sammy and
1: Michelle By the end of this podcast You'll know them well Adulting, navigating The journey of life Careers to relationships Pain and strife Put down the rule book. Rethink the status quo If there's another direction You wanna go Find purpose, passion and mastery In all that you do We're status host Hey, Status Post-Adulting family, this is Sammy and Michelle, and you're listening to the 101 episode of Status Post-Adulting. 101, Status Post-Adulting 101. I will say that these big numbers are a little bit harder to say. (laughs) Low-key (laughs) flex. And today we are going to be talking about alternatives to New Year's resolutions.
0: Yes, we are, Sammy. And I'm excited about it. You know, this episode is launching right before the New Year's, but I think these are going to be applicable no matter when you are listening to this, because it's really about goal setting. But when is a better time to goal set than
1: the New Year's resolutions time? And you guys might be wondering.
0: I have been wondering if you remember this was my birthday episode. Thanks for asking.
1: Is it Michelle's birthday? Yes. Happy birthday, Michelle.
0: Stop, you
1: remembered. Happy birthday.
0: All right, don't get too crazy. That's not a commercially licensed song. (laughs) It's not? It's not. Oh, my God. That's why restaurants and stuff, they don't, like, sing it.
1: Oh, my God. What if I do, happy birthday,
0: happy birthday? I think you're Okay.
1: (laughs) No one's coming after us. No. But you all might be wondering, Sammy, why? Michelle, why would we fix something that's not broken, like New Year's resolutions? Because that's probably what I would wonder. I love New Year's resolutions. I love writing down a list of things that I want to change about myself and then creating a plan on how to do it. I don't know why. If you're like me, we're here. I'm preaching to the choir. I love resolutions. It's just like... The ultimate organization and growth opportunity combined into one.
0: For me, Sammy, because New Year's Eve is also my birthday, I see it as a new year of my life. It's a major reflection time for me. I like to look forward into the year. And the fact that everybody else is doing it too with their New Year's resolutions, you know, good for them. But for a lot of people, New Year's resolutions can be hard to keep, which is why we did want to talk about alternatives to New Year's resolutions. Better ways to set yourself up for a good year.
1: It's true, Michelle. Even though I love New Year's resolutions, there was something I had to admit to myself this year, and that was that I really don't have time to enact any serious resolutions. I know, it's shocking. The truth is, this has probably been true for a few years, but I've been maybe in a little bit of denial, but it does feel even more true now. Between work and podcasting, I have like zero time.
0: She literally has zero time.
1: Thank you, Michelle, for backing me up. I have like zero time. It's fine. I love everything. But just to add on another resolution that I really don't have the time to meet, like another thing that's like run every day, do this every day, it's just going to be so unrealistic and like disappointing to not meet a resolution. And I feel like it's really inconsiderate to myself because I'm not acknowledging the big factor of like, I don't have the bandwidth to be adding on a bunch of resolutions.
0: I love that, Tammy. Because I think the reason so many people miss their New Year's resolutions is they're not being honest about what's holding them back or where their time is going or what they're doing.
1: With that said, I still want to grow. I'm a human who came to this planet and I want to grow and evolve. And I don't want to let a lack of time prevent that from happening.
0: Well, Sammy, I can share what was really helpful for me this year on a huge level and how I plan to approach 2023 as well. This year, I read the book, Start Finishing by Charlie Gilkey. And of the 20 or so self-help books I read this year, it was the one that had the biggest impact.
1: And if you know Michelle, she reads quite a few self-help books, so this is pretty serious.
0: I mean, if you listen to our podcast, you know we listen to a ton of self-help content. (laughs) Bye! This was huge because there's one thing that he talks about that really helped me change my perspective on work. And it's this idea that you should think about the things that you tackle in projects. And he defines projects as anything that takes up your time, energy, or money. And that includes both things like work, podcasting, things that you would normally include as like a project quote unquote, but also things like moving. Having a baby, having to teach your kids Zoom school, things that we might not consider work, but actually do take up time, energy, and money.
1: Yeah, Michelle, having a baby is probably like three projects in one.
0: (laughs) Having the baby, taking care of the baby, feeding the baby, sleeping the baby.
1: Literally. And you know, you bring out a good point there, because I realize I have two big projects, work and podcasting. It's probably pretty hard to squeeze in another project.
0: Exactly, Sammy. Especially for you, your projects are literally back-to-back, hour-by-hour, 24-7
1: if you include sleep. Sleep is an important project, which I'm unwilling (laughs) to sacrifice.
0: (laughs) Getting more sleep should be on everybody's list. Sleeping is amazing. For me, this past year, I would say midway through the year, I read this book and I made this shift. But I decided that I was going to focus on podcasting. I was going to focus on writing. And my major goals have been publishing each of those weekly. With writing, I took our writing class and I decided to focus my energy full-time on the writing class. We even did some episodes early. We batched them so that I could focus 100%. And it really helped me really invest in my writing course so that I could attend all the meetings, I could really engage with my peers, I could have such an amazing experience. And I think the only way I was able to do that was be able to have these almost blinders on and say, this is the most important thing that I'm working on. I'm not going to make other plans. I'm not going to make other trips. I'm 100% focused on this. And I was able to accomplish my goals.
1: Hearing you talk about that reminds me of my favorite, Cal Newport and Deep Work.
0: Oh, yes, Cal.
1: I can see how, you know, when you choose a few projects, you can actually go deep on those projects versus if you try to do like a little bit of 20 different things, you're so scatterbrained and you can't really go deep into anything. And if you can't go deep, then you're not going to have that human gratification of really getting something done in a thorough and beautiful manner.
0: Yes, that's like, actually, I've been thinking these last couple of weeks, I was like, how do I pick up a habit that I'm not as serious about, but want to learn. So for example, I want to get better at piano. I want to do a little bit of language learning. And what I realized is that if your project is not a priority, if it's not one of those main projects, it's not going to happen. There are no quote-unquote non-priority projects. They do not happen.
1: That's so true, Michelle. There have been many years where I had seven resolutions and... At the end of the day, the top three are the ones that really get done well, and then the other ones fall to the background.
0: That's exactly right, Sammy. When you think about it, having seven different things that you're trying to do and learn and add into your daily life is a pretty ambitious goal. And for me, I've been happy with my project mindset. So my goals for 2023 are the same as my goals today. I'm looking to keep publishing, writing, and podcasting every single week. If I do those for the next 52 weeks, I will have reached my New Year's resolution.
1: I like that, Michelle. Something that I've been thinking about as far as resolutions go is instead of setting resolutions, setting a New Year's intention.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yes. So, first with the New Year's intention, you think about your values.
0: I'm thinking about my values.
1: For me, my values are spirituality, discipline curiosity, authenticity, and independence.
0: And Sammy, we will attach the quiz where you found your values because these are not just random ones you thought of yourself.
1: No, these I probably wouldn't have thought of these ones. But once I saw this, I was like, yes. Exactly. So first, I thought about my values. The next step in creating a New Year's intention is thinking about the changes that you want to make. And Michelle, when I say these changes, I don't mean things that I'm necessarily going to do every single day but just things that I want to incorporate more of. Okay. So I have a bunch of changes that I want to make. Changes that I want to incorporate, but not necessarily do every day. And the reason I say not necessarily do every day is because I know realistically I can't do them every single day. Some of those things are like journaling every day, eating healthy, exercising, and lotioning more frequently.
0: Oh, okay. I'm glad to hear that last one. You know, guys, we are in a desert. And some people, Sammy, have let their skin get ashy AF. It's true. Cuz they're not lotioning properly. Her feet, no offense, getting disgusting. Okay? <laughs> the legs, they're not looking great. And I tell her, I say, "You just need to put some lotion on after the shower. Lather yourself up. That's what I do. I lotion my body. I respect my body."
1: And you know, it's really, really good that you bring that up about the respecting the body. I'm glad. When I think about all these changes that I want to make, plus the values that I have, I realized the changes that I want to make are about nourishing my being in some manner. Even with exercise, you know, I'm not exercising to try to get a better body because to be honest, body, yaddy, 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 yay. But I am doing all these things because I want to make sure that I'm taking care of my health, that I'm overall being healthy.
0: So let me ask you a question to clarify. Mm -hmm. How do you see this as different than New Year's resolutions? Like, how are you approaching this differently?
1: For me, New Year's resolutions is like me setting a list like I'm going to run every day. I'm going to meal prep every weekend and just like creating a list where now I realistically can't create the list because I know I'm not going to achieve it. I just know that I don't have the time to do one of those things every single day. But instead, I'm creating a framework for how I want to approach the year. Like a
0: theme, almost?
1: Like a theme. Like a theme. An intention.
0: Hmm, intention.
1: With creating an intention, I didn't invent it. I got the idea from Dear Gabby podcast, her episode called Avoid This Resolution Mistake. The intention is actually just kind of creating a theme, creating an idea for the year. And she actually recommends writing it almost as a manifestation rather than I will try to be more, you know, where it's like seeking more, kind of like already coming from a place of deprivation. She recommends writing it more like a manifestation, kind of coming more from a place of abundance.
0: Okay, I get that.
1: So the statement I created for myself this year is i tend to the garden of my being.
0: Mmm. Yes. Wow, you just made that up?
1: In, yeah, pretty much. While we were brainstorming the podcast, I made this up.
0: I love that. Nice. Mm. I mean, I just it's so beautiful and poetic that I thought oh, Thanks. <laughs> is this Ralph Waldo Emerson? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> stop,
1: stop. <laughs> I've been thinking about tending to things a lot because I know this might be a little nasty, but I've been taking care of wounds a lot more since moving to the desert. Here we go. Wounds, you know, wound care was not something that I was like interested in at all. Like zero. Like I just thought it was so manual and like it didn't seem like stimulating. But one thing I realized about wounds is they really are like a garden. You have to moisturize them. You have to clear the weeds, the dead tissue. You got to clear that out you got to make sure that you have like the perfect balance of like moisture, but not over moisture. And I saw how wounds are really like gardens. I actually know less about gardens, but (laughs) I I imagine this is like a garden. And when I think about myself, I'm like, you know what? I'm like a garden. When I eat healthy, I'm putting in good things. I'm more likely to be in a good place. I'm not doing things like eating sugar or eating heavy carb meals, which are then going to make me tired and moody. Instead, I'm tending to the garden of my being.
0: Okay, we're a little bit of a graphic start, but (laughs) I'm with you. And I think whether you are a wound or it more positively a garden, I see what you're saying. You are going to do the little actions to make sure you're taking care of it, showing love and helping you thrive either to heal or to grow into a carrot.
1: Exactly, exactly. And when I think about Eating healthy, exercising, lotioning, journaling, all of these are things that help my being grow, stay healthy, grow spiritually. Having this intention rather than a list of things that I need to do every day is just going to be a lot more positive for me and a lot more attainable.
0: I'm trying to think what my manifestation would be. I think it would be something along the lines of I am taking the right action every day and I am manifesting more abundance into my life.
1: I love it. You like it? I love it a lot. I like it a lot. Okay.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Because for me, my resolution is all about doing the same thing and really just having faith that it's going to work out, which is how I feel. Like I think I have this greater appreciation for consistency of output and having a habit and just letting that habit run free. And assuming success, like I don't know what that means. I don't know what the end of twenty twenty three looks like. I can't even control it, right? Like I think the pandemic taught me that you can't control these things. But what I can control is what I do every day, and I just have faith that the little things I'm doing every day are slowly compounding and adding up.
1: Not to go back to garden metaphor.
0: (laughs) Tell me, no, no, I'm here for the garden.
1: But I think you're planting a lot of seeds.
0: Ah, yes. I think I'm also tending my garden.
1: Yeah, you're tending your garden too, but I think because tending the garden is kind of maintaining a healthy and lush environment.
0: I'm harvesting. What about how do you feel about
1: that? Oh yes, harvesting. you're harvesting. My little harvester. <laughs> <laughs> yep,
0: that's my tractor. Mm-hmm. I agree. And you know, you have faith that the next year, the next season, the plants will grow. Things might happen that are unexpected, but we can adjust to crazy weather, locust, a dust storm, whatever. I
1: I think you're (laughs) manifesting a little (laughs) bit of plight in your garden.
0: Sorry, sorry, sorry. My point just being is that you take care of the garden. I'm planting the seeds. That's all I can do is take care of the garden. I cannot control anything else. And I'm going to have faith that I will have harvest in the next year.
1: You're harvesting on your farm of abundance. Yes. I like it. I like it. What I like about these intentions too is they're so visual.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, they are. I do think maybe like my last few days up until the new year, I'm going to do a little bit of like manifestation, visualization, exercise. Because I think it's important to think like, where do I see myself in 10 years? Like, what do I envision? For me, I envision myself surrounded by friends at like a dinner party with my partner, with my parents, with my sister with my peers and just having like this beautiful scene and it helps me remember that all that matters is like that end goal it doesn't really matter like the number in my bank account or prestige or anything like that like that's the thing that really excites me and is what I like manifest for myself
1: I love that Michelle I think we have proposed two great options instead of resolutions listen if you have time if you like resolutions like if I had more time I would be doing the old school resolutions because I'm obsessed with them. And if that's your thing, do it. But if you're looking for another option, then I think both Michelle's recommendation of picking projects, like two or three major projects to work on, and my recommendation of a New Year's intention instead of a New Year's resolution, I think both of those are great alternatives to New Year's resolutions.
0: Yes, Sammy. And as a closing thought, When we were preparing for this episode, I went to my Apple Notes, which actually I have resolutions going back to like 2017 in my notes. And it was really interesting because one thing I realized is that a lot of things that I had on my list for resolutions, oftentimes a long list of things I didn't achieve that year, I actually achieved those things later on. So for example, I have resolutions from 2017, which include things like learning to cook, change careers, read more books, finish more books. I've done all of those things, not in 2018, but in 2020, 2021, 2022. I've learned to cook once I moved to Austin, which was at the end of 2019. In 2019, I had cut down on my drinks. And actually in 2020, I I ended up quitting drinking. So it's just interesting to look back multiple years and see what my New Year's resolutions were, quote unquote and realize that even though I didn't accomplish some of those things that year because I think it was on my list of goals, it was something that I accomplished after that. And do you know what quote that reminds me of, Sammy?
1: Bill Gates.
0: Bill Gates, we overestimate what we can do in a year and we underestimate what we can do in a decade. And I think had I looked at the end of any of those years, I may have felt like I didn't achieve my goals. But now looking Five years later, I see how I did little things that compounded and helped me reach those goals. So, whether or not you set goals and actually achieve them this year, keep in mind that if those things are important to you, the right way to approach those may become clear to you in another year.
1: Michelle, you know that is one of my favorite quotes because I 100% agree that we overestimate what we can do in a year. And sometimes, if we look at the end of this year, and we haven't fully achieved our goal, like speaking Spanish was on my goal for a few years before I spoke Spanish, if we haven't fully achieved that goal, don't be discouraged. The things that we want to achieve, they often take a decade. And the thing about decades is we underestimate how much we can do in a decade. We're all trying to do it in a year. And we forget that if we create a 10-year plan, we have the potential to accomplish a lot of things.
0: I agree, Sammy. And I think that's where the manifestation actually really helps too, because at the beginning of this year, I wanted to write every day and I didn't achieve that, but I knew I wanted to be a writer. And at the end of this year, I took a writing course and now I'm publishing writing weekly. I might not be writing every day, but I'm still achieving the greater vision that I have in mind.
1: So let us know, what are your resolutions?
0: You know how to reach us, danisposedalting at jmail.com at status post adulting instagram we'd love to know share it with us we are happy to be your accountability buddies and also know that we're supporting you over the long term whether or not you achieve those goals within a specific time frame or not doesn't matter to us we are just so excited to hear other people want to change things and grow as well
1: and most importantly be sure to join us next time as we put down the rule book and we rethink the status quo
0: Hey guys, welcome to our after show.
1: Welcome to the after show.
0: Anyway, I think we can talk about how Sammy forgot about my birthday now.
1: Oh my god. Literally, we're recording this like two weeks before Michelle's birthday. I did not forget about her birthday. I just forgot that this would be her birthday episode.
0: It's just like I would have wanted you to remember, and my heart hurts.
1: You know what hurt? Having to record four podcasts on my own birthday.
0: Did you have balloons on your birthday? I did wasn't it a beautiful experience
1: it was your birthday will be too it's still in two weeks it's not even capricorn season yet that is true you need to calm down okay
0: okay 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 (laughs) okay. i will let you guys know if sammy satisfies my birthday wishes which will be the next time we record actually so you all heard it here first
1: today's podcast, Michelle, it reminded me of something because you were talking about going through your notes app to look at your old resolutions.
0: Yes, love my notes app.
1: I was going through my notes app because sometimes what's fun to do is see your old notes.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so fun.
1: And I have this note that says why we should always exercise. Ooh. One, older people who exercise save $2,500 a year. Really? Yes, and I believe that.
0: Well, yeah, cuz your health is better, so you're spending less money on taking care of yourself. Exactly. A stitch in time saves nine.
1: They have less risk of dementia.
0: That is really interesting and something that Dr. Sanjay Gupta says.
1: Exercise is the best known keystone habit.
0: What's a keystone habit?
1: So, keystone habit is a habit. Once you start doing that habit, it makes you way more likely to be consistent with your other habits.
0: Oh, that's so true. When I started cycling, and I was doing Soul Cycle every week. I started drinking less because I didn't want to drink the night before I went to a class. I started to eat better because I wanted to feel good about my body, especially since I was taking care of my body. And in general, I don't know if it's a coincidence, but a lot of life changes happened. I switched my job. Like (laughs) Maybe that was really the keystone thing for me. Those things I can't say, but the little things I can definitely say.
1: It was not a coincidence. That's what this note of mine would say.
0: thank you apple nose
1: Mm -hmm. and also denser bones which if you're an indian person female listening to this podcast we got frail bones it's really important to exercise unless you want to be getting fractures all the time when you're old so yes
0: if the bones are
1: good if the bones are good
0: i love that sammy and i think that's a great (laughs) note to share for the new year so guys Let us know what your resolutions are, what you're thinking of, any goals, depending on whenever you're hearing this, you can set a goal whenever, and we'll chat with you later. Bye. Bye.